Hi guys and welcome to Do You Know What? I'm Flo. I'm Samantha. And together we are two friends just talking utter crap. Hey friend. Hi friend, how are you? Um, I'm alright considering like the lack of sleep I've had over the past couple of days. Like I think it was Saturday night I got about four, maybe five hours at a push, which what? was fun. Who are you? Right, I literally—that's like half your—that's half your sleep. You go to bed at like nine p.m. What are you doing? <laughs> I could not get to sleep. Like it got to half eleven, and I was still like so wide awake. Um, I then woke up. I think it was like three in the morning because like I just felt really crap, and then I couldn't sleep, and then my body just woke me up at six. So I like got up at like half six and just began my day. Oh no. And then, yeah, I didn't sleep too great last night either. And I think I woke up about quarter past six. And then it got to like quarter to seven. I was like, oh, I might as well just get up and start work early. So I did. That is, that's heartbreaking. You need, what, why are you not sleeping well? I don't know. I think part of the issue with waking up early in the morning is like, I'd, I haven't been wearing my face mask. So I get woken up by the natural light, which I do prefer and to be fair over the summer I do tend to end up getting up earlier so that I can start work earlier so that I can attempt to finish my day earlier and actually enjoy like some of the sunshine and stuff Mm -hmm. interesting I Rob was here this weekend and I don't think we went to bed any later than 10 p.m any of the night and you (laughs) called me a granny it gets like half nine and we'd be like Let's play like one more round of cards and then go to bed. And then we get into bed and Rob would read his book and I'd just play my games and it gets to half ten and be like lights out, sleep time. You guys are just preparing for your uh, marriage life. I know, I don't know when we got so old. I don't know when this happened. Um but yeah, and I um we woke we'd wake up at about eight or nine both days. So I've had so much sleep over the last couple of days, like literally ten hours a night. I've had like 30 hours sleep in three days. That's not that's more than I normally get in a week. Yeah, see, it's good for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. You should try doing it, is... it more often. I do try. I think, but I always say this, I think when I sleep with Rob, it's because of the fact that I can't like fidget as much. What? Because I don't want to wake him up. So I'll just lie there. Right. Okay. So, like, when I so like one of the issues that I find when I'm trying to sleep by myself is that like I just toss and turn like ages, and I'm just constantly rolling around trying to get comfortable. Whereas if Rob's there and I know he's asleep, I will just lie there uncomfortably and be like, "Okay, just wait ten minutes and then you can move." I'll be like, but then I end up falling asleep because I've just laid dead still, and that's what all your body needs to make you fall asleep is you to just not move. So why don't you apply this to your life when Rob isn't there? So I try, but there's just something about like when there isn't someone lying next to you asleep that you, I just move. Maybe you should get a cat because then if the cat's like lying in the bed with you, you'll apply like the same principle. Yep. Yeah, but even when I, so when I go home, you know, when Milo sleeps in the bed with me, um, I would, I, that's the cat. I will barely move. Because <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I don't want like Milo to run away. So again, I don't move. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just weird. That's just <laughs> very weird. Or maybe you should try like those sleep meditation things that like 
basically force you to lie still and not move too much but like focus on different parts of your body my nan taught me those when I was really young because I always I've always struggled with my sleep so I do do that um and the thing is is that I know by not moving I will fall asleep sooner but sometimes it's like you know like when you just really need to itch or something and I'll be lying there I'll uh, I'm thinking don't itch it's that, that that's what your your body does this like to keep you awake like it's telling you there's an itch so you scratch it and then you stay awake just don't move and I'm lying there like having this internal war like don't scratch it it will go away when you fall asleep if I'm like <laughs> just scratching like <laughs> See, yeah. what you need to do is you need to take your mind and focus on a different part of your body that isn't itchy and then hopefully the itch will just disappear yeah yeah that is maybe i'll try that but like i have all of these techniques that i know to use you just can't be bothered it's just like let's roll over <laughs> it's not that i can't be bothered it's sometimes i will i will be lying there for ages and like normally if these things are going to work like for me they work quite quickly like and i'll fall asleep oh. quite quick but if i'm like lying there and i've been like right i've told my whole body to like because my nan always said go from your toes all the way up right and i'm always like and she always used to say, if you've managed to get all the way up to your head, you're not going to fall asleep from doing that. She'd be like, if you get to your head, your, your body's not having it. Like, you need to try something else. Um, so once I reach my head, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so we're here then. <laughs> Considering my lack of sleep, I haven't actually been, like, super tired. Because I think that's the problem. Is like, I'm terrible for oversleeping. And then... I think that's what's making me tired rather than the fact that I haven't got enough sleep. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my neighbours just arrived home. So I've just been nosy. People watching. I don't know why I sit here. It's actually really terrible because I'm sat right next to my window. And like, I live at a part of a street where people are constantly walking past it. So I just, it's great for people watching. It's very, and I've got, I've got the blinds down enough so that I can only like just see out. So people can't see me watching them. It's great. That is good. Yeah, good. I'm a proper, I'm a proper stalker. I love people watching. Like, I miss being able to like go to restaurants because, like, for example, Nado's in Peterborough was in the city uh, centre by Cathedral Square. So me and my friend used to always sit out if we could when we went eating because, or we'd sit by the window because you then just get so ma- like many people walking past you, and you could just like people watch. And we 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 could have easily sat there for hours if the Nando people would have allowed us to. And you just like watch all these people go past and Peter is a bit of a weird place. So you've got some interesting people as well. Hmm. That's interesting. When are we next seeing each other? Um, do you know what? I think you're literally the only person that I have. Like The only plan we have is for February 2022. Because <laughs> obviously like neither of us live at home this is this is how much we love each other <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> neither of us live at home so like we both well, have... i mean i live at my home no but like uh, okay neither of us live with our parents anymore or near our parents so when we go home to see family to see each other we sort of that way we have to coincide it whereas before like it was a lot easier when like i was at least still living in ramsey and you came home to see your mum we could then like I'd be like, I'll I'll drive over to Cambridge to see you for like a couple of hours. Whereas, you know, neither of us are near Cambridge anymore, so it's a lot harder. 
Um, and I just, yeah, I'm not really, I don't really want to fly. I mean, that's not true. We actually used to see each other more when you were working in London. That became our thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, I also don't want to, I don't want to fly. And that's the easiest way to definitely get down to London. And also, I'm just not sure I really want to be in London of all places right now. So. Don't know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I don't like London normally. Throw in a pandemic, I'm just like, I'm okay. It's not that bad. Yeah, but it's just like all the trains and the tubes and stuff. It's like, mm. What do you mean? Well, it's like they're always so busy. And like personal space, like tubes and personal space aren't really two things that go very well together. I mean, they've got a bit better. Like people actually like don't always sit next to each other on the tube anymore. Yeah, but then I'd be annoyed because I'd be like, there's a seat that I could sit in, but it's right next to two people. And that would be really (laughs) weird of me to then go sit in that seat. So now I have to stand. And then you just spend the whole time watching people. But yeah, that is true. That does happen. So yeah, because like usually, yeah, usually I'd like be down in London at least once or twice a year for work. So it's very, it's very weird because I'm definitely, my client that I have in London, I'm definitely not having to come down for. So I won't be coming down for that. And then, I don't think we're doing like any training events, which is the other reason why I'd come down to London a lot. So I actually, yeah, I generally don't know if I'll need to come down to London. And plus, by the time I would come to London, you'll probably be fucking off to Sheffield. So I was going to say, yeah, I probably have left London by that point. To be fair, once you and Rob have got yourself sorted in Sheffield, I would probably drive down to Sheffield because it's, Yeah, how long would it take to drive to Sheffield? I think when I checked, it should take me about five hours, which is basically the same as going home. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's because I didn't like, I obviously had to generalise where in Sheffield I was going. So it was going to like take me right into the city centre, whereas so it shouldn't. Oh, no, the house is basically there. Okay, well, yeah, should take me about five hours. Yeah. Okay, that's not too bad. No, then we have a car to go to like the peaks and stuff oh my god yeah that'd be so cute this is the thing is betsy loves going on little ventures as well so the three of us can just go out to nice little places in the peaks and like you she doesn't like walking for too long and she will tell me when she's done (laughs) like me she just sits there and looks at me like you think i'm gonna walk any further you can get to fuck love and i'm like should we go (laughs) (laughs) okay that's literally me apart from i then have to walk back i know to be fair i like i do make a walk back but if, especially if we're going back on ourselves or it's a place that she knows she like she will then just go um because like we were walking uh, around Strathclyde park yesterday and we just got to a point where she just stopped and looked at me and i was like right fine so i walked back on ourselves so she knew that we were going home so yeah so that that would be lesser cool. but yeah so yeah. considering we're best we can we can make her we can make her a little like doggy den in the basement in the cellar she'll just sleep with me right what in my games room yeah in my spare bedroom games room in your sex dungeon <laughs> shut up i'm not gonna have a sex dungeon i'm gonna have a utility room no she can sleep in she can sleep in the kitchen i don't, I don't want to have to deal with i don't want to have to deal with like cleaning the upstairs from dog also, I don't want her going on any of the sofas upstairs. 
Or any of the sofas, full stop. I'll let you have that conversation with her. So she be, can she can have that'll be fun. She to can watch. have she can have full reign of the kitchen in the cellar. <laughs> yeah, I might have to reconsider bringing her then because she, she won't like she, she'll just cry, she'll cry the whole time, and that would do your head in more. Like she legit will just sit and cry. I didn't realize like my sister didn't tell me this until a couple of days in. Well, no, actually, no, my dad was the one who told me. But apparently, every time I left her, even though I was leaving her with someone, she'd just sit by the door and cry. And I was like, oh. Oh. I was like, I thought she was fine because I was leaving her with people. And Annie's like, no, she did cry for you for a little bit. Like, she sells after a while. But yeah, she's just sat there and cried. I was like, my baby does love me. Someone, That's so fi- cute. someone finally loves me. Okay, well, maybe she just. No, to be fair, bed, but... if needs be, she can. Um, I'll, I'll send her to on doggy holiday. She loves her little doggy holiday. Or just, or does she have a little bed and you can put that in the living room and then she can sit in that in the living room as long as she doesn't go on the sofas. Yeah. To be fair, she'll no just want to sofas. She'll just want to sit on you. I might be able to deal with that. She's like she's. She'll be like Milo. She'll just want to like sit on you and cuddle. I just want snuggles. I love snuggles. I'm really upset that Rob said we're not allowed to get a pet. Why? Because he says we have to get used to living with each other first. And the pet will break up that tension. Before we get a pet. And then he said, you know, for holidays and stuff, it's hard work. And And I was like, so basically you're saying that we can't have a pet ever. (laughs) He was like, no, I'm saying we can't have a pet, like, you know, for the first year that we live together. And I was like, but we can have it for the second year that we live together. I mean... I don't really know what he thinks the pet's going to do. Because if anything, it will just break up any tension. Because especially, like, say if you've had an argument, one of you can just be like, right, I'm going to take the dog out of the house. And like, then you can, one of you's, like, you've got space from each other. Also, like, for example, if, you're, if you've if you had to go down to London for the whole week, it gives him company so he's not in a house by himself all the time. Yeah. You know, we can have a little kitty, a little doggo. I mean, I think you should do what, like most women I know have done and just turn up one day with these animals. Like the amount of people I know who literally just turn up back at home with these pets and their husbands are like, I think, I, I think he would kill me. I genuinely think he would kill me. Yeah, but but I think is- what I might do, what I might do is just continue to keep an eye out for rescue animals. Mm. And then if I find one that I really love, be like, no, 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 no. This is our cat or this is our dog. I was going to say, because you have a garden, right? Yes. Yeah. And you're not near well, like a busy road. Oh, because like, for example, dogs, they won't allow you to rehome unless you have a garden. Yeah, we've got a garden, but it's not um, like we'd have to put some extra fences up. Yeah, which not that difficult. Yeah. And also, like, until you're like comfortable in the area, you wouldn't want to leave like a dog out in the garden by itself anyway. Because yeah, you, nev- you never, never know. That. Yeah, you, you never know who's around. Not when you've got, because with like Sheffield houses, a lot of the gardens are sort of shared. Like mm. you've got your own garden, but then obviously people can walk through it to get either to their house yeah. or the postman or this or that. Yeah. And obviously like with the amount of dog thefts, like I think it's down in Surrey in Kent at the moment. The past two weeks, I think there's been four raids on um, traveller sites and like with so many dogs being recovered from it. Like it's actually wow. just crazy. Did your aunt's dogs get found? Uh, So they found, I think, 
two out of the four. I don't know. I'd, so this is the problem is that cause with the amount of raids going on at the moment, it's been really difficult to sort of identify them because they can't guarantee that the chips haven't been removed. And I think a lot of them have had chips removed, which making it harder. And this is, do you know what? This is what's really annoyed me about this whole thing is Martin was saying that the police are based... So she's spoken to the police just to make sure the police in Surrey are aware of what happened with her because she was obviously registered with Suffolk Police. So Surrey Police didn't have her contact details. Um, so she phoned them to let them know and basically explain what happened. Um, and the woman's like, oh, well, we'll obviously call you back. But the problem is we've had hundreds and hundreds of phone calls of people offering to rehome these dogs. And they have like a specific service of re like that rehomes dogs that haven't been able to be you know given back to the owners yeah um and they're like and there's honestly they've been inundated with them because a lot of there will be a lot of people who generally just care there's going to be a lot of people who basically are just after some sort of free pair that they think will be easy um and it's like the police are struggling because they're having to go through all those phone calls to filter out the ones that basically are non-information to actually then identify those who generally might own the dogs. And they've also had loads of people pretending that the dog's theirs to try and get a well, dog out of it. And I'm just like, this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like some people really will just do anything to not, because like, I'm sorry, if you're not willing to pay money to get the dog in the first place, you're clearly not ready for a dog because how are you going to like afford the dog if you can't even buy a dog in the first place? And don't get me wrong, the prices of dogs are ridiculous at the moment. Like, uh, there are a lot of breeders who are just taking, um, making like making the most out of obviously the increase in demand, and you know it's the whole economic thing of supply and demand. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's just absolutely well. You know ridiculous. me; I don't. I'm not really a big fan of breeded dogs. I think that you know you should adopt, not shop. But that's just a personal preference. I, I I get that, but I'm also we wouldn't need to adopt if people didn't shop without thought. Now, there's obviously certain people who generally have a change of circumstances out of their control. Obviously, you get a lot of people who unfortunately pass and their family can't take their pets. You know that I get. You know, help them out. But it's the amount of people that basically get a dog. Like, I've got a dog at the start of the pandemic and are now a bit like, oh, oh, actually, I'm going back to work. This is too much hard effort. I'll just get rid of yeah. it. Or people who don't actually understand how much hassle having a puppy is and just get so frustrated with them so quickly. And it's like, what? It's, it's like having a child. You've got to teach the, the puppy, you know, how to do basic things. And if you don't nip it in the bug quickly, they're just going to develop a bad habit that won't go away as they become an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, it's honestly, it's so ridiculous. And that's the issue with the whole shop and why there's so many dogs that need rehoming is because people just or like there'll be people who also want a puppy and then when it's not a cute puppy anymore they just get rid of it yep. and get another puppy and it's like no it's not just it's not just like uk based though i mean like adopting oh, yeah. from you know um you know you get a lot of strays in um you know like um some european countries where you know um there are a lot of stray dogs that obviously aren't 
um, that that aren't don't have any owners aren't um, neutered or anything like that. So then just produce more strays, um, and then so obviously by helping to and then they will just end up getting put down and killed if they don't get like you know adopted by someone and sort of rehomed by other people in different countries. And I think that you know there are people out there that would rather spend three grand on a nice like puppy because it's a breed, but actually if you really care about animals and that sort of stuff, you would rather you know save a dog from being killed then spend three grand on like a nice fancy dog and i think that's the issue is that people want a dog because it looks cool and it looks fancy and it's a mm-hmm. fancy one it's not because they actually care as much about animals because if you really cared about you know getting a dog for a companion you wouldn't care what dog it was you'd rather stop one from getting killed mm, not necessarily because like you also need to get a dog that's compatible with your lifestyle so for example oh, if yeah of course yeah if you're not like, someone there's, who there's a difference between saying oh i want you know a this specific dog because they look really nice and fluffy blah 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 um you know as opposed so like for example if i'm looking at dogs you know i'll be like oh this one's really cute but that doesn't mean that i would only get that dog you know i'd yeah. rather adopt a dog and save it from being put down um even if it's not you know the dog that I exactly wanted but as long as it was something that still fit within what I'm looking for you know so you know a smaller medium-sized dog that only requires you know half an hour of walking a day blah 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 or whatever stuff like that yeah but that can that's a very wide range of dogs whereas people are like no I want a Pomeranian <laughs> yeah no I yeah I, I I never really get the attraction to sort of small dogs like that because like for me when I like so growing up I've been around mainly retrievers but i also know i could never own like a retriever or a labrador because like they're so they're such active dogs um whereas then when my aunt got larsons and stuff and i realized like and i I got to like know their nature uh and things like that and actually understand that you know they can be but larsons aren't like horrible yappy little dogs um that's what attracted me to that specific breed is sort of like the nature of them. Obviously, like I am quite an active person. Like I do love like climbing hills and stuff like that. But I like to be able to do that on the one off. Like I didn't need a dog for that. And I don't want a dog that I do have to take on like hour long walks every single day. Mm. And I think especially when you're a person by yourself, it, it is a lot harder unless you're into things like running. Because I, I know loads of people yeah. who will get a specific breed of dog because they want to be able to take the dog on like runs and stuff with them. So they need a dog that they can train up to cope with that. Whereas you couldn't take a Laza to do that. Yeah. I think Betsy would, uh, to be, I don't know who would keel over first, me or Betsy. That is a, that's a good question. Probably me. Probably actually. you to be fair. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think there's a lot. And I think that is, that is a big problem is people don't do enough research before they get a dog and actually understand the different breeds and obviously like you will get some breeds that some dogs that are just completely opposite to everything you learn about their breed yeah. like you'll for example like you'll get a dog who you think's really outgoing and stuff but is actually so docile and lazy and doesn't want to be running around and it's just learning mm-hmm. to like adapt to that so yeah yeah but yeah i think that it does say a lot about if people, you know, they only want a specific dog or they're trying to, you know, get cut a couple of quarters and stuff like that. It's just not needed. Yeah. I also think it's such a big risk when, like, you do see the police advertising these dogs that need to be, like, 
that have their family found and you're just calling her and be like, oh, I'll rehome them. I'm like, you know nothing about that dog other than it looks nice. That's why you're offering to rehome it because it looks cute and you think it's free. If a dog has been stolen, you don't, like you don't know how what it's gone through in those couple treated of weeks. or you know how it might react to strangers or all those sorts of things like so this is the thing is like bets part of the reason why betsy cries and whines when she's left alone is because obviously when she was stolen you know for her that was a really scary time um she when she was found like she wouldn't eat for a long time so you know um, my aunt had to work to make sure they were encouraging her to eat because she was we believe she was put with loads of dogs and they were all just given one food so she was basically fighting to get her meal so so she wouldn't eat around other dogs so you know my aunt had to make sure she was by herself that she wasn't being pressured into eating but that she was still getting enough so she didn't get ill and stuff um again like for a while she was nervous around other dogs like she's got a lot better with that but even when like i took her on because we realised, you know, she'd be more comfortable living in a house by herself where she could get one-on-one attention. Like, she's a completely different dog from beforehand. Beforehand, she loved playing with all my aunt's other dogs. Whereas afterwards, she was just a lot more nervous about the, around them. And she's still wary around some kind of dogs. And I've noticed she's really wary around sort of middle-aged men. Like, as older women, she, she loves and runs up to all the time. Children, she's not too fussed, but she'll stand there if they want to play. But older men, she just doesn't tend to approach. And it's, she's not aggressive or anything, but it's understanding that. So for example, you know, my dad kept trying to, you know, give her cuddles and pick her up. Um, but she she would just get irritated a lot quicker. So my dad knew just to leave her alone and start trying to build up her trust. Um, and people just don't understand this. And again, I think that's part of the issue that maybe puts people off shopping, not shopping, adopting from abroad is a lot of, they don't understand a lot of work that the people in these rehome centers are doing to make those dogs more family friendly so that like they're not scared of everything because again you don't know what they go through they're strays like you know yeah. they've, they've probably been abused by men you know they've probably had to fight with other dogs for, for basic food like, it's yeah it's very horrible very horrible yeah it's, it's tough isn't it like i think it's easy to sort of make assumptions but poor little doggos they do go through a lot sometimes don't they yeah yeah wow we've made this very morbid <laughs> i know we have that effect don't we yeah but oh yeah it's a weird one but on a, on a more positive note, do you know what I really enjoyed this weekend? Ooh. Was getting Drag Race Down Under started. Oh my God, yeah. That was not what I expected. No, like, right. Can I, they are so bitchy. Like, so bitchy. <laughs> it's, it's almost like the, the sort of way that, um, like, normal... Um, like drag race gets for like the top four or five you like no maybe like the top 
half of them, right? And they start getting really bitchy and like, you know, really bitter, blah, blah, blah. They they were like that from the off, you know, like her whist, her, her whist, her wig is thirsty. Like, what is she wearing? Like, what is that? Who are you? Like, riding my coattails. She's a bitch. Like, I'm your boss. So I was like, fucking hell, what's going on? <laughs> I think it's really interesting that they've done, they've done a mix of New Zealand and Australia because obviously usually everyone especially in the US now and quite uh, quite often in the UK just because of how small the scene is like a lot of people know each other beforehand whereas it's not the same so obviously like the three New Zealanders knew each other because they're all they I mean two of them own the club that one of them works at which I just find slightly hilarious were they the New Zealand were they all the New Zealand ones yeah so though um so uh oh what's her name the one you really like her name Keita oh yeah Keita and Anita no, um, no I, I like her name yeah I mean mean so Keita and Anita are the boss of uh Electroshock Electroshock yeah. yeah and so they're the they're the three New Zealanders I don't think there was another one and then obviously the rest of them are like from Australia but mainly Sydney so I was like how can yeah. you do a hometown look when the majority of them are currently from Sydney yeah it was literally like all the same yeah <laughs> but like trying to make it slightly different i suppose that was that makes it a lot harder though doesn't it yeah um, true like, and also they're doing oh, drag race next week week two and uh, not drag race snatch sorry. snatch game. yeah i've got so excited sorry <laughs> they do drag race every <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're doing snatch game in episode two like that's crazy i'm really excited for that i'm a little worried it's going to be too busy and you're not going to see enough of the queens so when someone's actually being really funny it'll either completely focus on them and you don't really get to see much of everyone else or you won't get to see them develop it properly yeah i did sort of think that as well um but hopefully not yeah so i'm um yeah unless they do like two different panels so like split them in half? No, they can't really do that, can they? I don't know, they could. You never know. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, and also with this many people, obviously you've got a greater risk of people duplicating um, yeah. people. So this that will be uh, fun. Well, as you can see from the trailer, Bindi Irwin was getting done by two people. Yeah, I mean, I obviously don't know enough about Bindi Irwin, obviously, I know that she's Steve's Irwin's uh, daughter, and obviously everything that happened with that, and I know she is still quite popular in the sort of uh, animal industry in Australia. Um, but from what I do know about her, I I wasn't aware she was like a super funny person. So I'm really worried that they've just tried to go for someone that they know I don't other know, people. I don't will know if she's super funny, but I think like a lot of people on Snatch Game, it's not always that they're funny. It's sometimes just that they're more you know memorable and so with her you can definitely you know get loads of different animals you know to sort of have and you know you can have like an animal for every occasion you know loads of random facts about different animals like she's really like she's really nice she's really lovely um she's definitely sort of taken on her dad's legacy um, and sort of rest of the family as well um so i could see that going well um, I don't. I don't think I'm going to know most of the people <laughs> from Snatch Game, if I'm honest. Well, it depends because, like, there'll be some of them that will do like specific, like Australian or like Kiwi people. But then at the end of the day, like, they still have the same sort of celebrities we do. 
and like the Americans do. So that I think there will be a few of them that will do things from like other cultures. So um, mm. yeah, it'll be interest. It'll be interesting to see because like, again, like I don't know who that Reese Nicholson guy was, but I loved him. He was great. Like I'm glad he's gonna yeah. Be back. <laughs> I have no idea who he is, but he seems really funny. Yeah, I mean. I'm going to guess he's probably some sort of comedian slash actor with like his comedy timing. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's a comedian. I just Googled. Googled oh, it. He's an Australian comedian. Okay, that makes sense because his yeah. comedic timing was very on par. It was very on par. He's got great hair colour as well. Yeah, I know. I like it as well. Suits him. Yeah. Going back to the question we were asked last week, who's my favourite ginger? Might now be Reese Nicholson. <laughs> I mean, he's not really ginger. He's He's definitely more red that's ginger though isn't it i don't know i feel like when you dye it red it's not really the same mm. i feel like if you dye it ginger then yeah fair enough but i don't know i don't know because it's like proper red red yeah i suppose it's very red yeah um but yeah i thought it was a very good first episode i liked all I liked the sort of entrances. There are definitely some of them who probably need to work on the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like cleanliness of some of the outfits. Does that make sense? Do you mean the, like, um, oh, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. They were just like, some of the entrance outfits were like the finishing touches and stuff. Yeah, they were a bit like lackluster or like they could have done something more. And I feel like they weren't doing like because I feel like your opening entrance and like so your opening outfit and like your finale outfit should literally be like your best drag. Yeah. So I feel like there were some of them. It's like, for example, Art Simone, I loved her dress. I think it it's like. It was so editorial, like it was so clean, like she thought of all like the right little bits. I think art's one of my favourites so far. Yeah, because like she's just so naturally funny and like bitchy in a really funny way. Yeah. And the fashion's there. I feel like a lot of them I wasn't really blown away by what they were wearing. My issue is like the first episode of every single season of Drag Race, I can't remember anyone. Like I literally can't. I'll sit here and be like, Especially when they take off their drag. Like it take. I'm sitting there like, who the hell? Who are these people? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I need like a cheat sheet of like pre and like um post and pre and post drag. Oh. You know, do you, no in and post. I don't fucking know before and after drag. No, yeah. no drag. You know what I mean? Like I a cheat sheet, just so I can sit there with like it next to me watching, so I understand what's going on because I just have no idea. I don't know who's who. I don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, on. the only person that I can remember which one they definitely are in and out of drag is electroshock mainly because like she's got the gap between her two different teeth and as yeah. a guy she's bald so she yeah. just she really stands out compared to like the rest of them whereas yeah I, and obviously the other one was i think jojo who was gonna be my yeah. favorite because again jojo's a home so funny and like some of like the quotes that she was coming out with i was just like oh i can't see wait to see what else she come out with and it was like oh Okay. Well, it was nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so yeah, I don't agree that she should have gone home, but I do agree that Electra was right to win the lip sync. Yes. No, I agree with that. I think it's it's one of those ones that was a bit tough because um, 
like it was a really it was it was a good message and stuff it just wasn't executed as well as it should have yeah yeah exactly um wasn't very tidy and I, I know what I actually appreciate is it shows that they are willing to support messages but they're not going to give people uh a pass a because ride for yeah it. because they've done something controversial because like if you think about Simone's every uh, from the US one every message she gave it was still executed so well like that white dress yeah. she wore and then when she turned around like was just like incredible so it like yeah she like she was given praise because she executed it so well whereas I think Jojo's message and outfit could have just been done that slightly bit cleaner and actually it's yeah, really no, good I because agree. That wasn't something that, you know, like when she was talking about her culture and her heritage, it wasn't something that I was aware of because I don't really know the culture of um, yep. Australia other than kangaroos and foster and a bit of rugby. Mm-hmm. Like That's really all I know about Australia. So it was really good to have like a different aspect of the culture brought forward. Yeah, I agree. It was good. And I think like it's, yeah, it was a shame it just wasn't tidied up enough you know especially and I feel like that's the sort of thing that always is like extra disappointing when you have someone who's like made an effort to have like a message to their that to their runway is that you haven't executed it properly like you haven't put the time and effort in to make it neat and tidy it's like it's sort of because then it takes away from the message that you're trying to send you know because it becomes it doesn't become about the message it comes about the fact you can't put your wig on yeah I mean because it, I, I guess in a way that sort of shows: Are they ready? Are they, yeah. you know, experienced enough? Um, yeah. So that that was probably the most disappointing thing. Um, is I think the other one that I really liked was it Coco. I think her name was Coco. She was. Um... Oh my god! See, the, oh, she was the one that had the really crappy nude illusion with like the cushions on the front oh yeah but i like her as a like personality because like she's got such a big personality and you can tell she's gonna be funny but i just don't want her to get one who was the one where their 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 suit ripped scarlet i think it's her name was that scarlet yeah i think she's called scarlet i liked her yeah was it Scarlet? That yeah, because it wasn't Electra. Because Electra, no. yeah, it's hard yeah. to remember, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I loved uh, Art's nude illusion. I thought that was yes. really really clever. Because again, it was Brilliant. editorial, and as yeah. Michelle said, like we've seen it done before with the whole half half, but she took it to a different level. Yeah, yeah, it was really. I really liked that. I liked the one that had the. Um... Was that was art also the one that had that cape that turned around the black one that then became really colourful for the home look? Yes. Yeah, I because I really like that as well. Oh yeah, because uh, Karen from Finance one. I actually now I know her. Uh, remember her name? I actually also really liked Karen from Finance. I feel like yeah, Karen from Finance was very well put together. Karen from Finance is ready. Yeah. Well, this is the thing: is she's she should be a really good example of how. Because I think she's quite like Rosé and she shows you can be a comedy queen but still 
be fashionable like it's not one or the other you can do both because i think that's sometimes the problem with some of the comedy queens (coughs) candy news uh they just hide behind being funny and candy a comedy queen she went a look queen with some of the outfits she produced but like she (laughs) did just wonder was she comedy queen though (laughs) she was actually quite i would say she was quite funny and stuff but like she she basically hid behind her personality and rode it all the way to the final and i actually hate the fact she is called the runner-up because you're gonna sit there and tell me that she was better than gotmik and rose no she wasn't i know we've done that round so i won't carry it on um but yeah so i really i like the fact that karen from finance showed that she can be funny but do a really good fashionable job about it yeah she's gonna be one to watch uh, interesting i would ask you who your current like top four predictions are but there are so many people that i can semi picture but i don't know their names i have no idea who's in it <laughs> yeah i think to be fair, i think we've named about half <laughs> of canada's it. drag race back i don't know because i think they've only just finished filming also how pissed canada's- off is- what? I was going to say, how pissed off would you be if, like, you went on Canada's Drag Race and stuff and you saw that RuPaul was basically on every other drag race but yours? Yeah, I know. That's why it's called Canada's Drag Race. Is it not RuPaul's Canada's Drag Race? No. Oh, someone, so Ru must have sold the rights then. See, it still comes up as like people still see it as like a RuPaul's Drag Race, but it's not as Canada's Drag Race. Yeah, probably not helped by the fact that obviously Brooklyn Heights is a judge on it. Yeah. Oh, right. Let's do some Would You Rather's. So I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm stealing the, these from Reddit's for full disclosure because Reddit is pretty good for shit like this. Like Reddit's pretty funny. I love Reddit. Um, so there is a... Reddit is almost as funny as we are. <laughs> Lol, who am I kidding? Almost, almost. <laughs> uh, so they have some, uh, yeah, they have some better ones than when you just search on the internet. So I thought, um, why not do th- give it a go? And they're, you know, not purely sexual, and they're actually quite decent. I was going to say, are you sure you want to do some more sexual ones, or should we keep it? Try and keep it PG, so your mum doesn't hate you yeah. too much. Yeah. Well, and it's more my father. My mum loves it. But yeah, so let's start. Would you rather know where you're going to die or who will be with you when you'll die? Ooh. I think I know my answer. I think who would be with me because, like, then I'd probably not be that bothered and I'd probably just be a bit over it, like, because you don't know... Like, you can't stop being with people unless it was like, you're going to be with the Pope. In which case, I'd be like, well, I'm purposely never going to go visit the Pope. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Because if you know where you're going to die, like, if it's your house, you're going to move house. Like, and literally, I'll literally pay removal men to go in and move. Because obviously, if you get removal men, they'll pack boxes for you and everything anyway. So I'll literally pay the removal men to do all that. So I never have to enter that house. If it's my place of work, I ain't fucking going back. I'll get a new job. Yeah. Whereas, And if it's like a completely random place, just never go there. Yeah. Whereas if it's who, like, if I know when I die, I'm going to be with my mum. It's also going to make it easier because I'm going to have my mum with me. Yeah. You know? I'm not going to be as worried about it. 
like, I'm assuming if it's sounds, example, when I see her, I'll be like, I love you, by the way, just in case I then die. <laughs> yeah, I feel like also it's a bit like, you know, say, for example, someone told me that and it's like, you're going to die with Rob. I'll be like, OK, cool. Well, I've spent like every single day with him. So that does make sense. Like that's that just reinforces yeah. that maybe we'll be together to a 90. So I'm quite content with that, you know, and I would hope that it's a long way away. Not that the next time we see each other, we're going to get hit by a car or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. Would you rather get £50,000 now, right this second, £100,000 in a month, or £150,000 in a year? £100,000 in a month. Why? Because I would be able to make an extra fifty grand on that within 11 months if I was really good at investing so I didn't have to wait a whole year to get that extra 50 grand um but also I can wait a month to find to get 100 versus 50 but by that same reasoning if you're good with your investing you get the 50 grand now you'll have more than 100 grand in a month well no because you said 150 grand in a year or 100 grand in a month so that gives me 11 months to make an extra 50 grand as opposed to 50 grand in a month. I'd have to double my revenue in a month to get 100 grand or I only need to get my revenue and a half, like one and a half percent, like 1.5 of my revenue within a year. I think I'd just take the 50 grand now. I'd wait a month. I'd, I'd be more, I, I'm, I can definitely wait a month and get 100 grand. Like I don't need 50 grand right now that like there's anything I'd need to do with that that can't wait a month. Yeah, that's true. No, I think I'd rather just have the 50 grand now. I'm I'm too impatient. You're impatient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a funny one. I won't get I'll tell you what the last option is, but it's not going to be an option for us. So, I'm okay. gonna, uh which of these powers would you rather have? So they're like there's water powers, so like you can like control water and everything. Fire power, wind power, or earth power. The the fifth option that they've given is use Reddit, but not be a virgin. And I'm just like, sure, great. Um, See, mine would be so, fire uh, because I love... That it's going to sound so bad. And like so many people told me that this is like the worst thing I could say, but I love watching things burn. So I love the idea of just being able to like create a ball of fire in my hand and just watch it for hours like it's, i find See, I fire think, so relaxing i think i'd have to say wind because i think you could if you have wind power you can make yourself fly you are so lazy <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to control the wind up so that i don't have to walk anywhere yeah literally i'm just gonna float along everywhere whereas there's me like oh i'm gonna burn shit <laughs> yeah well the thing is i can just fly to you and you can just burn shit and i can just make it i can make it into like a Oh my god, we could make fire tornadoes. I mean, I feel like if I could control fire, I probably uh, no, I probably would need your help for a full tornado. But I've always said, like, if I if it wasn't illegal and I I like could guarantee no one would come to any sort of harm or like misfortune about it, I would I would so be a pyromaniac. Like, I'd love to just be able to set like, think, a building fire. I think what fire. you what you actually mean is that you would be an arsonist if it's not illegal, because being a pyromaniac means that you enjoy fire. Um, oh, yeah, I know. But being an arsonist means that you set things on fire. 
yeah i'd love to, i'd love to just like set a building alight and watch it burn and see, see like, what this happens. is why we're friends this is <laughs> right can i just say so rob and i we were watching this um there was this new firefighter tv show because you know me i love firefighter tv shows um and we were watching it and i was like but they just don't spend enough time on the fires and he's like what do you mean i was like they've just got so much like storyline yeah and he was like, i just want to i mean i was like burn. i want i want them fighting a fire i want the fire like I, I want a building on fire so i can watch the fire that's all i want i don't care about their personal lives just fire yeah i just want to watch things burn burn baby burn <laughs> okay next one would you rather drive in an old slow car but you can travel very far or a new supercar, but you can only travel in local areas. I'd take the old car, because I don't want to be stuck where I am. Does that mean that I can only go where, where this car takes me? Then I'd, yes. I'd take the old one so I can go further afield, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, here is a, a deep one. Would you rather be ignorant and happy, or be knowledgeable and never content? Ignorant and happy, 100%. Yeah, although I'm already the other one, and I don't like it. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because if you think about it, that's basically an example. Would be, would you rather not know that your like spouse was well, basically never find out your spouse was cheating on you, but, but actually have a really happy, healthy relation, well, healthy, happy relationship, otherwise, or know about it and not be happy, kind of thing. Yeah, ignorant and happy every day. I don't know. I think in that specific situation, I'd want to know about it, even if knowing it make me unhappy. No, every every, any situation you can give to me, I want ignorant. I would take ignorance and bliss and be happy than take over knowing and being unhappy. Fair enough. Like since I've grown up and I've realised how shit the world is, I much rather would have had that ignorance is bliss. Like ignorance is bliss for a reason. That saying is a thing for a reason. (laughs) Uh, okay. uh, let's do another one. Uh, would you rather go back and relive your life over as the opposite sex, but with all the knowledge that you've learned today, or go back and relive your life as the same sex, but have to learn everything over again? I would fully relive my life as a guy. Also, knowing what I know now. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'd think probably about it. Go back as a guy because you know, I, firstly, wouldn't have to deal with periods anymore. Exactly. I mean, Dreamy. guys, guys say that like awkward bonus and stuff is like is like the worst thing ever, and I'm just like, do you know what? I think I generally would rather have that than have my uterus ripped apart. Yeah, my uterus trying to you know push itself out and kill itself. Like, yeah, I think people also think that cramps is like is is like your period, like that's the worst thing that happens but it's like no it like it fucks with your digestion like it makes you feel really sick and nauseous like you can get headaches Headaches. and migraines like you feel really fatigued you're bloated hormones up i'd rather have a boner in public yeah me too 100 percent. and also bearing in mind it says you will you have all the knowledge that you've learned and go back we'd obviously be born as white males so knowing everything we know we can also just generally start you know 
being better white males so for example yep. making sure we're not being prejudiced like that we're helping out um other people from... feminists we yeah. can help people who are like we can stop we can call out racists from you know like yeah. really young ages you know we'll, we'll be like seven years old being like um actually you can't say that yeah that's wrong that's and you wrong. know we can just be a group of males that don't sexually assault or allow people to yeah. do it or joke about it or yeah, let's you talk know about the fact that it's not okay, you know. Yeah, from a so, from a young age, and you know when we're playing sports in the locker rooms and stuff, and everyone's making these jokes, we'll be like, guys, not funny, not funny. No, no, we don't do this. We're better than this. No rape jokes. And we change we change society from the inside out. Oh, let's do another morbid one. I like these. Would you rather choose the time of your death? So I'm gonna guess like when it says time, um, it's like, like one o'clock. I think, like, date and time. Oh, well, it's just as time. So, yeah. So What's the other half? Uh, or the, w- uh, the way another person dies. Oh. So. What other person? Anybody of choice. No, oh, then someone else. Yeah, because, for example, like... I'll pick Donald Trump. Oh, well, we were, going to, we were going in different directions with this. I was going to say... It means that, for example, I could make sure my mum dies a peaceful death. You're just trying to murder people. <laughs> I was thinking a nice way. You were thinking murder. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked this one now. <laughs> I didn't even think of like giving someone a nice death. I just thought straight of like, oh shit, I can give someone a mean death. But I don't want to give anyone a mean death. But actually, I can give someone a mean death, like Donald Trump or Boris Johnson. You've got to pick one. Who would you uh, pick, and how would they? Oh, I think Donald Trump. Um, and do you know what? I think I'd go for like, um, really quick onset. Um, like Alzheimer's or dementia or something so that he was just like a weak vulnerable old man who couldn't look after himself and you know would have to be cared for the people that he racially abused and shit like that and just yeah but then you're forcing those people to have to look after him yeah and also you don't die of Alzheimer's or dementia you you actually can because you can't remember how to feed yourself I mean that's dying if so, if no, yeah, but that's why don't you just like dementia. Why don't you just dig a hole for him and just put him in it and just wait? And you can, people can pay to view him. He'd be like an animal in the zoo. Probably oh should God, be talking about a glass, it. like a glass, like a glass tomb. Yeah, that's really twisted. This is why I'm going to make sure that you know my mummy dies a nice, peaceful death. Yeah, not in pain. Yeah, no. Or maybe, maybe he just gets. Um, Maybe we just have to, like, you know, send people to war again, but we just send all the old people and he goes and gets, like, blown up. But, like, only partially blown up, so he has to sit there and, like, just bleed out very slowly. You could just, you know, not send him to war and just have him get blown up. Oh, yeah, true. True. Like, trust me. No one else is around. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, this way, it is only him who comes to harm. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note... (laughs) god we really really do don't help ourselves in seeming not crazy um no like how do we even manage this um 
but yeah thanks for listening guys if you've managed to get all the way through to this point of episode five um you're a miracle worker drop us a note at dykwpodcast at gmail.com and let us know if you've made it this far um if you have made it this far put the numbers um 0305 in the subject and then we'll know that you actually made it to episode five um and we'll even give you a shout out um and you know send you a chocolate bar um so (laughs) samantha will send you a chocolate bar (laughs) i will not this offer is only valid until the um 15th of may 2021 by the way um but yeah so um thanks for listening we love you lots and we'll catch you again next week bye bye guys